Welcome to the show, Tristan Lee. Lovely to have you on, the Gorgeousness Coach. A pleasure to be here. So explain yourself, Gorgeousness Coach. <laughs> how, how, how have you got that title? Is it um, something that you've given yourself or other people say about you? Oh, I'd, I'd like to think it's what other people say about me, but I think it's a bit of both. Um, when I was thinking about, excuse me, what I, you know, what I offer as a health and wellness coach, what I wanted to do was come up with a, a fun way to draw people in. And I think it's great that people can call themselves whatever they like. But I think gorgeous or gorgeousness is a fun word. And it definitely gets people's attention. And, you know, initially people are like, what is that? So it does it does lead to a conversation. But ultimately, it is mostly a name I gave myself. Well, it, it's certainly um, having met you in person recently, which was a, was a sheer delight. I don't normally meet the uh, people I interview for the radio show in person. But when I saw your name on the, um, the, the, the list of speakers, I just simply had to be there. So I rearranged my diary so I could come and meet you. So it's a fantastic uh, bonus. I appreciate it. And it was lovely to meet you too. And um, you were talking about your book, which mm-hmm. is Munch, Move and Moisturise. Yes. Um, why, why that title and, and, and what's, what's it all about, Alfie? <laughs> <laughs> what's it all about, Alfie? Um, well, I want, again, I want, I think for me, you know, there are so many people doing amazing work and I wanted to write a book that I thought might grab people's attention in its title. Um, and hence munch, move, moisturise, munch, you know, what you eat move how you you know how you move and moisturize as in self-care you know that can be anything from massage to makeup to fashion but how you present yourself for me is 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 about self-care so the book ultimately reflects the title which is a very much a holistic approach to looking and feeling your best but a kind of slightly bigger approach than just how you look it's very much i think true gorgeousness starts on the inside. So the word gorgeous, I think, kind of sums up, you know, uh, a feeling of confidence, of self-assuredness, of high self-esteem. And I think it's a combination of how we present ourselves externally, but more importantly, I think what's going on internally. So hopefully the book reflects that. It's a wonderful title and very simply put, as you've just explained, makes perfect sense. And um, what you say about from the inside out is so important. And it's something that's overlooked and I just wish we had that education in school when we're younger to, to know that what's on the inside yeah. really counts I, I mean I, I wish I had too but I mean when I was a kid a long time ago you know it, we didn't have social media we didn't have the internet so uh, there's so much pressure on especially younger people and even people in their 30s um, you know it's all about how you look and of course we you know since the dawn of time people have been conscious about how they look but and I'm all for that but not at the expense of valuing yourself as you are and I, I think everyone has innate value and for me the work that I do is a, is about how to rediscover your own value how to experience and enjoy your own value by understanding that we are you know we're like a, a, a classic car or a sports car we need in order to sort of go the distance we need to look after the engine um, so it is about what goes on inside shows up outside I think Absolutely. And you're, you're a true walking example of that, um, Tristan, because I know, I know how old you are and um, oh. <laughs> you look so young. I mean, you're, I, I know you're, you're nearly 50 and yet you, you 
occasionally get ID'd or ask for ID to buy alcohol. I do. Yeah. I do think, I, I mean, I do look young for my age. I've always taken care of my skin. And I think for those that meet me as well, I think I have a, a young personality, hopefully not childish, but I am, I think as we get older, I think I know my own experience that I work with, you know, with disappointments in life or health challenges or relationship challenges, money challenges, you know, it can make us see life as you know, quite a challenge and to remain open hearted, open minded, curious, adventurous. I work hard at that because I think, yes, it's great to look young. It has opened doors for me. But more importantly, I think and hopefully the work that I do is to help people to remain, remain youthful in their spirit as much as, as their appearance. That's that's a really important point because so many people you meet, they're kind of old before their time, aren't they? And they, they you know, boring and miserable and doom gloom, a bit like uh, Eeyore the donkey and Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, and I think it, you know, and I can, I mean, I found myself going that way, and my my work came out as a result of that, you know, of real of having some health challenges, some emotional challenges. And, you know, life can really make you, can batter you down, you know, it can beat you down. And I totally understand that. And for me, that's why, you know, my focus on taking care of yourself, both physically and emotionally, I think helps to helps us to combat some of those negative negative effects of of the challenges in life. You know, when we appreciate ourselves, value ourselves, we have better posture. We walk taller. We give off a, a radiance. Um, I think it's about self-generating your own sense of vitality so that we are less affected by external circumstances. Now, that is not always easy to do, but I was going that way myself and I was like, hang on a minute. You know, bitterness is great for lemons, but I'm not feeling it myself. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Very good. So um, what led you, you've you've alluded to... um, being a bit poorly or not being quite yourself and then that's led you to this work so so talk us through how how you've come to to doing this work and what you were doing before so my background mostly has been working as a entertainer so I worked as a singer and performer for many years but at the same time I was sort of building a, a side business which led me to doing business coaching teaching business skills so I think you know and, and kind of coaching in general you know working with groups of people people to facilitate change so when I had um a nervous breakdown when I was 40, which led to, um, you know, being hospitalized and spending time in a rehab facility. Um, it was, you know, it was a bit of a wake up call. Like, what am I going to do going forward? How do I get better? So I've been able, I hope to combine my love of entertaining people and educating people, uh, with my, with my passion for health and wellness. And it kind of came out of a very dark place. My own recovery led to, me naturally sharing what I did because people wanted to know so that led to me starting off years ago just by helping people with their skincare or you know more superficial things and what it led to was more more emotional things and that has been a, a very gradual journey over the past eight years and not unlike many of the people I have on the show many of my guests um are in some kind of profession where they're helping people as a result of their own journeys mm-hmm. um, and it then it's I think it adds a dimension because you're able to empathize with people because you've been there yourself haven't you I think what well, I know what it's like to suffer 
I'm not the only one, of course. And I've been able to turn that suffering around over time. Very, I'm very grateful for such. But I do think, yes, I do have empathy. I can't relate to everything everyone's going to, but I know what it's like to feel hopeless. I know what it's like to feel what's the point and to hit my rock bottom. Um, so it does give me enormous compassion for people that are suffering. And I hope that what I do with my work is to help people, to empower people to value themselves um, on, on a road to some sort of recovery of some description. How do you actually work with people, Tristan? <laughs> so I work with people on a one-to-one basis. Um, I do workshops, um, I do seminars and speaker events, but prim- most of my work is is via, you know, video uh, sessions. So I work with people and I work, we generally work through, you know, the, the five F's that are in my book, which are food, fitness, faces, as in personal care, feelings and fun. So it's a holistic approach, really. So we, most people I start with, it's like, let's look at what you're eating. And I'm encouraging people to eat, you know, high quality food to make them feel, you know, really good about themselves. And then we generally move on to, you know, let's get you more physically active. And that's a process. So we go through the five S, but the umbrella feeling ultimately is how do we help people to realize their own value, which is innate. And and unfortunately, life can really kind of cover up that value and through maybe some practical health and wellness choices, plus lots of encouragement and reassurance and support, help people to uncover and enjoy their innate worth. What kinds of food do you recommend, Tristan? So I, for my, my personal diet is I'm vegan. I don't, I don't say that people should cut out meat and dairy. I recommend people eat real food. So I'm a real food proponent. So I want people to gradually move away from processed food, refined carbohydrates, refined sugar, and over time, move towards eating food that is full of life and vitality. So that would primarily, you know, involve a lot of fresh fruit and vegetables. But I work with people on a very bespoke basis. So so I'm not saying everyone should cut out meat and dairy. I would like people to eat a little bit less and more responsible, um, you know, choices when it comes to, you know, that kind of food. But I, I do work with people gradually. So rather than saying it's, I don't really believe in extremes. I think it can work for some people, but I take people very gently not I don't say cut things out I say here's some alternatives some healthier alternatives so I want people to eat real food for food that's full of life and vitality because of course it impacts how we feel you know real food no nonsense food simple food that doesn't have to take a lot of time to prepare or cost a lot of money and I believe you sometimes actually go to people's houses and help them with with the food preparation yeah, I think I think for me, one of the things I've realized is, you know, it's great to tell people, but I think it's really for most people, it's more empowering to show people. So more often than not, you know, part of what I do with my coaching clients is they come to my house more often than not, or occasionally I go to their house, but they come to my house and I show them how to, you know, within about four or five hours, we normally make a couple of healthy breakfast, a lunch, uh, a main meal, a couple of healthy desserts. Um, so they can see how I set up my kitchen, um, what my fridge looks like, how I chop things together very quickly and throw them together. And when people are generally amazed, because most people assume that healthy eating costs a lot of money or takes a lot of time or is really bland. 
And if anyone has tasted my food, it's it's the opposite. I, I put a lot of love in my food, but it doesn't have to take a lot of time. So I think showing people is really important because people need to see it in action to understand how how to do it for themselves. I think that's that's important and um, reminds me about my own uh, fridge challenge. Because in your book, you have a, you give people a, a fridge challenge, don't you? Do they take I do. I do. The fridge. I think we make we make healthy eating, for example, so complicated. And I understand why, because we're bombarded with very sometimes contradictory messages. But, you know, I just say to people, listen, one of the first things I do when I work with people or anyone who's listening can do this as well. Open up your fridge and have a look. Don't judge it by saying, oh, you know, I'm terrible. I should have more fruit and veg in here. But observe what's what's actually in your fridge. If your fridge has got nothing in it or is full of kind of processed food or just no colour, just beige. It says something about your life. I don't want people to feel bad about that, but I want. It's just about curiosity, you know. I my fridge. I'm very proud of my fridge. I make I make sure it's stocked with a whole rainbow of of colours. It's bursting with health and vitality. It's one of the simplest things you can do. It's very much a barometer of where you are, and it's quite a simple thing to change if you want to eat better and uh, have food, you know, ready to have. You know, it's it's there in front of you, as opposed to making it difficult for yourself. Um, so yeah, I'm all for a, you know a fridge challenge. Just have a look and see what's inside. I I I love being in the kitchen, and um, since my cancer a few years ago, I take a lot of um, pride in what I eat and how I eat mm-hmm. and prep mm-hmm. and all the rest of it. And uh, what I, what I do is um, every couple of days I'll have a um, a kind of a, a kitchen binge and prepare mm. stuff. So I've always got fresh stuff already prepared, um, already washed, um, mm. uh, not always cut up because when you cut stuff up, you, you mm. ruin in the enzymes. So um, Absolutely. piece yeah. of food I, I'll, I'll treat with reverence and according to how it needs to be treated. But I've always got something that I can dip into rather than yeah. thinking, oh God, I'm hungry. Oh, let's have a Mars bar or whatever. You know, yeah. I, I don't I, even buy those. I can't trust myself because I would eat. No, no. Yeah. As, as Oscar Wilde said, I can resist everything apart from temptation. <laughs> very good so you know when i when i you know when i if i make let's say a chia seed pudding with five or six ingredients you know throwing some oat milk and some chia seeds a bit of you know vegan protein protein powder a little bit of almond butter and some seeds and some fruit you can do that in about 30 seconds but you if you don't have those ingredients in it's quite difficult to do but i agree i mean a little bit of preparation goes a really long way so you know having a proactive approach like thinking ahead slightly you know, what am I eating today? I imagine I'll be hungry at some point today. So rather than leaving food to chance, because naturally, if we're hungry, we're going to crave usually fatty, salty, sugar food, sugary food. So just a little bit of encouraging people to think ahead a little bit. A bit of preparation goes a long way. So I, I, I'm very similar in the work, in the way that I eat. So I've usually got something that's kind of I make a really nice sweet potato flatbread. Uh, it's in my book, the recipes in the book, um, which is like three ingredients made with spelt flour and a little bit of seasoning and some uh, sweet potatoes. I've always got some of that in the fridge that I can quickly make or some quinoa or some, you know, some something healthy that I could throw in with other things quite quickly. Um, and that way, I think we can make some better choices. Wonderful. So how do people contact you, Tristan? um they can uh contact me through my website which is tristanlee.com um on social media i am tristan lee the gorgeousness coach at real tristan lee um they can also um yeah through facebook messenger tristan lee 
I'm very happy to hear from people. And if people have any questions or thoughts about what we've discussed, I'm happy to answer them. Marvellous. And two song choices you've um, given me, Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. uh, Know My Own Strength, and Mariah Carey, Fly Like a Bird. I love yeah. those songs, so thank you. I, I, I always enjoy guests, uh, guests' uh, selections. So why did you choose both of those? Um, during my most painful year, which is actually 10 years ago, so I'm celebrating 10 years of, of recovery, if you want to call it that way, um, those two songs were kind of floating around in the charts. And, you know, you know, are they the most amazing songs in the world? For some people, maybe maybe not. But for me, they just, I listened to them on a loop because they helped me. They gave me encouragement and reassurance that I could, you know, survive this. And they're both very special songs to me. Marvellous. Well, they're, they're both coming up. Thank you very much indeed for your time this afternoon, Tristan Lee, the Gorgeousness Coach. My pleasure. Thank you.